0: visit ElkinsConsulting.com and schedule a one-time 90-minute finder session. Episode 206, The Strange Sensation of Holding Space for Conflicting Emotions. I'm realizing more and more that when we allow others to help us in our times of need, it's an incredible gift of compassion. Maybe you know this already, and I think I knew, but I had never quite put words to it. What a crazy few years we've experienced in our global community. Life is generally full of contradictions and conflicting feelings, but wow, these past couple of years have been especially interesting. I've experienced moments of clarity, joy, and satisfaction mixed regularly with tragedy, grief, and frustration. And I know I'm not alone in this. For a few years now, I've been thinking about how to hold space for what appear to be conflicting emotions, feeling joy and grief in the same moment, sensing love and anger in the same words and expressions, understanding fear and excitement are two sides of the same coin. With my friends, family, and clients, I've been exploring the ability to hold space for these seemingly conflicting emotions, to value those contradictions, and to honor them. The U.S. Thanksgiving this year provided me an incredible and clarifying aha moment. Most people who know me know that I don't believe in a light bulb moment. I believe all of these moments are kind of on a dimmer switch. My thoughts about conflicting emotions allowing the beauty of those and providing comfort for others experiencing those all came together to turn my dimmer switch of awareness of this philosophy to a lovely brightness. In the spring of 2021, a dear friend was diagnosed with an aggressive form of breast cancer. She's in her mid thirties and has two small children at home. After seeing me post pictures of my hair donation, she reached out to let me know she wanted to cut her hair to donate before she started treatment, and she asked me how I did it. I sent her a text message. I can send you all the details, or if you'd like my company, I can go with you for the haircut. I'll make the arrangements for you. No obligation. I'd just like to participate if you don't mind. In the two days before her appointment, I found a journal to give to her, bought a special pen, and started writing down music, anthems, for her to begin a playlist for her journey. The day arrived and I met her at the salon with the gifts. An envelope for her hair donation was addressed and ready to go to the Children with Hair Loss nonprofit, along with the completed form they required, and a check from me a donation in honor of my friend. Together, we made this experience kind of a celebration, a part of her journey. And as much as I knew she appreciated my enthusiasm and support, I couldn't shake the feeling that I was somehow being selfish in my actions. And the weird thing was that it wasn't the first time I had that feeling of selfishness when helping someone else. In early November, we lost a close friend to COVID. At only 53, he left a legacy of love, fierce loyalty, and incredible mischief in his two amazing kids, 17 and 20 years old. He also left a gaping hole in our community, especially for the mother of those kids. A week before the holiday, I sent a text to her, inviting the family to share Thanksgiving with my family. She graciously accepted. Our dinner was full of laughter, some tears, delicious food, and wonderful company. I sensed that we threaded the needle of a potentially emotionally charged evening with great care. We toasted the guest who should have been at the table acknowledged the grief of that loss while also infusing conversation with laughter. Our two boys, close friends to the two who lost their father, were warm and compassionate hosts, making me so proud. The next day, I received a beautiful note of gratitude and again felt that twinge of selfishness. This time, though, I took time to explore it. I took a nice long walk with my dog. And as my lungs filled with fresh mountain air, I realized what I was experiencing. There is nothing more painful than watching someone you love suffer. Nothing. How many times have you thought or heard someone say, I'd trade places with them in a second? Referring to the experience of watching a child or loved one in significant pain? That's right. I'd trade places in a second with our younger son when his appendix was removed when he was eight, and he was in excruciating pain when the medicine wore off. When our older son was heartbroken after a breakup, I wished I could physically absorb some of his pain to lessen its effect. There's a helplessness about that kind of experience. When there's nothing I can do or say that will make things better, it's awful. And when the person experiencing the pain allows me to do something to provide just a tiny bit of relief or comfort, it is absolutely a gift to me. That's it. That's the weird selfish feeling it also feels contradictory. By accepting our invitation to join us for dinner, by accepting my help in the beginning of my friend's cancer journey, when others have allowed me to bring dinner to them and their families when they're struggling, they're giving me a huge gift. It's an act of compassion to accept help when it's offered. I'm going to say that again. It is an act of compassion to accept help when it's offered. I can't take the pain away from my friends, family, or clients, but by allowing me to contribute in some small way, you are giving me the most compassionate gift. And now, as I walk away with this insight, I know that when I'm in need, I won't hesitate to accept help as well. Are you ready to start your story portfolio so you have the right story ready to share when the opportunity presents itself? When you're ready to get started, my book, Your Stories Don't Define You, How You Tell Them Will, is available in all the regular places. And the audiobook version is available on Google Play and on my website, ElkinsConsulting.com. As a special bonus for listeners, the audiobook includes two songs recorded by my band, Spare Change, in my living room in Montana. Also on my website is a free podcast interview checklist. It's available to download to make sure you make the most out of your next podcast interview. If you enjoyed this podcast, please feel free to rate the podcast and leave a review and let me know that you've done it so I can thank you properly. Thank you.